This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I'm thankful for movies. This is Doug Loves Movies. It's Sunday, November 12th, 2023. And my guests today are three terrific returning participants, Julia Clare, Josh Gondelman, and Edgar Wright. Welcome, everybody. Hello. Hello. <laughs> everybody always doesn't know when to... Uh, to speak when that happens. Let's meet all of you individually and alphabetically by first name. Currently visiting us here in Los Angeles, but he's in a separate spot than me. It's Edgar Wright. How are you doing, Edgar? I'm good, Doug. It's nice to be back. It's been far too long since I've been on the show. Well, as you know, you have a policy where you only come on uh, you know, when you have something to promote. 
and we've had this damn uh, pandemic and then these damn strikes. So it's been it's been rough, but uh, I'm excited that you have uh, something to talk about now. I mean, the truth is I could have come on more, but I don't want to look too available. <laughs> I, I get it. I absolutely get it. <laughs> you don't need every podcast uh, hounding you. But uh, let's talk about I got to see the first three episodes the other night. Thank you for that of your new uh, the new Netflix, uh, I'd say a spin on an animated spin on your classic film, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, we had the premiere at Vidiots on Friday nights and showed the first three episodes and all eight episodes come out on November the 17th. I mean, uh, it's, it's funny. I probably wouldn't. Uh, I mean, I know people will watch all eight in a row, but I wonder if people's uh, minds will explode <laughs> if they watch all eight episodes back to back. <laughs> but that's not up to me. So I'm 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 excited for fans to see it. I, I was the executive producer on it. And um, it's basically, you know, a fun way for Brian Lee O'Malley, the original creator, to expand the universe. And um, so he wrote new scripts with uh, his friend uh, Ben David Grabinski. And then... My my job was to get the original cast back, which I'm happy to say that I did. <laughs> Every single one of them or really good impersonators and you're tricking us. <laughs> no, every single one of them came back, which is I I on one hand I'm very thankful. On the other hand, it I, I I'm surprised surprised myself. I was like, I didn't think we'd get everybody back, but we did, and it's amazing. It's really nice to not not that we all got to be in the same room doing it because obviously in this day and age especially with voiceovers people are recording it all over the world but um it was still just uh once once I started to see the episodes finished and the voices come back in it was very um delightful and a bit emotional as well and uh you know judging from the first three episodes it's turned out terrific they're really really fun and funny and uh it's it is great to see uh, that universe expanded do you think there'll be this, this is a gateway to more or is i don't is know it's a the creator is through <laughs> you know I'll, I'll do the same thing that i did like when people asked about doing more before as i said well that's up to brian lee o'malley i mean i think it's a miracle that this has happened and especially a miracle to get the cast back and one of my pet peeves on any project is, you know, you, you know, just finish something that's taken years to do. And then the first question is, so second season? <laughs> like, so, yeah. When's there going to be more? What do you want to do for the next three years of your life? <laughs> and also people always make that joke. I hate it. Like about Netflix, they always saying, oh, look forward to being canceled, like immediately. Everybody makes that joke about Netflix and I didn't want to like give into that at all. So I just think best policy is to say nothing. Enjoy these eight episodes. That would be my policy. Yeah, I like it. I, I apologize for asking that question. No, I know. <laughs> you know what? You're actually the first person to ask me. I thought I was going to get asked in every interview. So, uh, well, it's 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 done now. I've said my piece. Yeah, enjoy enjoy just... these eight and then and then let's see. Yeah. No, I. Uh, that's the thing is I already have more to watch and I'm already uh, asking for more in addition to that. It's like I'm in Oliver and I want two bowls of gruel. <laughs> uh, joining us uh, from Brooklyn, I believe, it's Josh right. Gondelman. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, you must be 
terribly excited that the SAG-AFTRA strike uh, is maybe is over. I think it, it's terrific. I'm like really proud of the collective efforts of both unions. This stuff is making me so sincere. I'm like a terrible podcast guest because just like a flag <laughs> starts waving behind me and like string music starts <laughs> swelling. Um, but I am really proud of the 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 solidarity and the support from like across the industry was so emotionally heartening and like practically helpful and it's something that I I think is really going to stick with me for a long time. Uh, so I'm I like couldn't be more excited to go back to being like regular unemployed. Yeah, yeah, you don't have the uh, strikes to uh, to blame anymore. To lean back, back on to... <laughs> for my yeah. own failures and <laughs> shortcomings, Doug. <laughs> Business as usual. Business um... is classic gondolin. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it was fun to see you representing. You popped on my TV a couple of times uh, uh, to represent the WGA uh, and, and, you know, let the people understand a little more about the complexities of this of the uh, the strike. And uh, so that was nice to see. Thank you. It was you know, I, I felt really um happy to like chip in where I could, but I like got a little self-conscious of like, man, people are going to get sick of my fucking face seeing me. <laughs> so I was a little nervous that it was like too much Josh going on, but I think people were very kind. And I think a lot of people reached out to say that it like helped them kind of get their arms around the issue. So I'm like really grateful uh, for that chance. It is, you know, um, it's, uh, it was, was my my biggest tv credit in years <laughs> i was on tmz it was like local unemployed man has grievances <laughs> that is just that's got to be pretty surreal talking to the tmz guys standing there with their arms folded and their water bottles it was really wild like i talked to tmz i did emrata's podcast to talk about the strike so it was like a very fascinating like stratosphere of media to be put in in a way that like I, i'm so i'm like please let me go back to being a comedy dumbass and let me stop being a labor <laughs> agitator <laughs> and i think we got there i'm back to like regular i've recalibrated back to dumbass we're back and it was so fast because uh you know i'm friends with ben david grabinski and he was at the uh, screening the other night and when he saw me there he goes what are you doing here like because, you know, we weren't supposed to go to those sort of things during the strike. Mm -hmm. And then he, then he remembered, oh, right, the strikes are over. It's over. <laughs> or maybe he just didn't want me there. I don't know. But uh, um, it felt very, I was out at a stand-up show when I got the, like, news alert that the strikes were over. And I felt like, um, like, what day is it, boy? It's the strikes over day. Just, like, leaning out a window. Be like, you can promote <laughs> your films now, child. Don't you see? <laughs> 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 also joining us and uh new wish to la from yeah. new york city it's julia claire hey julia hey doug thanks for having me i i'm really excited to be here as the person representing all of the people who did get extremely sick of josh's face um <laughs> you know we, we there's a whole group of us who just have been saying too much josh for months mm-hmm <laughs> my family you <laughs> yeah it's a group chat <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah it's it's a whatsapp group at, at this point it's it's gone international i loved your recent uh x post you know formerly twitter about uh sofia coppola movies oh thank you i just saw priscilla the other night so um 
That's what inspired it. That's what inspired. Have you seen it? Uh, I have not seen it yet. No, it's beautiful. Nothing happens, Um, (laughs) but it's gorgeous to look at. Um, It's kind of like one long music video. Um, You're actually making me excited about it because I certainly don't think there's that much to her story that I don't already know. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it's great to look at. And there are definitely a a number of times where you get to, you know, there's there's a sequence of events or shots where you're like, wow, I'm watching a Sofia Coppola movie. And that's always nice. Well, can I do you mind if I quote your tweet? Let's go. (laughs) Sofia Coppola loves to make a movie about a beautiful woman trapped in a house because of a guy who sucks (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's true and then you have pictures then you have pictures from the beguiled lost you actually back it up with the evidence Uh, lost in translation Marie Antoinette and uh, Priscilla well no the the first one is is virgin suicides the beguiled flips that script on its head where it's a bunch of women trapping a man in a house Right. Okay. That's right. Ugh, I, when I saw the picture, all they, this it, woke Hollywood. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They had uh, uh, Colin Farrell was sort of uh, trapped, but he still was a guy who sucks. I think he was a guy who sucks, <laughs> and that's the through line to every great movie is a guy who sucks. Yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> I was watching her movie somewhere, going, "When is Stephen Dorff gonna suck?" But uh, <laughs> instead, they just play tennis. I thought right. for a second that you were going to say the through line to every great movie is uh, is a guy gets his leg chopped off. Oh yeah. <laughs> which which oh you know that is that is usually usually denotes a good movie. Misery being a good example, yes. although it's just mm-hmm. just hobbled, not chopped off. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the book. I do. I need every movie to involve Nicole Kidman saying, "Get me my anatomy book." <laughs> 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 she says it in a crazy amount of her films it's wild <laughs> weird that it came up in the that um pre-movie promo that she's been doing for amc oh the amc yeah. promo even amputation feels good in a place like this that's right <laughs> that's her that's her ad for morphine she, she's a <laughs> america's morphine spokeswoman now <laughs> Wait, you nearly had the acronym right there. AMC, America's Morphine something. Cinema. Oh, there you go. <laughs> America's Morphine Cinema. <laughs> is that what it stands for? Mm-hmm. It is. It's yeah. good because they, they've gotten so crazy with the comfortable seats that you mm. you know you can recline so much. It's like they're just begging you to go to take a nap, you know. And actually, you can get a morphine IV if you, yeah. for like a little upcharge. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be so comfortable in our new recliners that if you get amputated, you won't even notice. (laughs) (laughs) They just take people's legs while they're sleeping through a movie. Uh, Before we play some games today, I'd like uh, each of you to please recommend a movie. And this month, I'm asking for Thanksgiving movies, which means either a movie about Thanksgiving or... Uh, just a movie that would be perfect to watch on Thanksgiving. And, um, you know, I know that's not really a thing for you, Edgar, but on the other (laughs) hand... No, I mean, you really threw me, like, the one thing that means nothing to me as a British person. (laughs) But you've managed to make a film that has the word pilgrim in the title. Mm. It's true. It's true. The Canadian Thanksgiving Thanksgiving is on a different day, though, right? That's true. I think they already yeah, have theirs. It's in yeah, it's in October, something stupid like that. 
Sorry, um, sorry to all the Canadians out there, but no, 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 you were right to say it. Let right. them take offense. I'm, I'm they right. gotta hear someday. Sorry. They they gotta hear that their Thanksgiving is too early and it and it sucks. Boo. <laughs> Let's. Um, called, why don't you what? Why don't you ask the Americans first, and I'll see what's what leftovers there are. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fair. Leftovers. That is, is the perfect word. Yeah, I in know. the spirit of Thanksgiving. <laughs> I know. I, I made a joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Oh, I thought you were changing the subject to the TV show, The Leftovers. Um, Josh, do you want to? Yeah. Uh, you you want to go ahead and step up? Sure, I I would love to. I just saw a movie that is about the themes of um, family togetherness, which I think is a real Thanksgiving vibe, and uh, it's it's about kind of reconnecting with your roots and um, and coming to love each other despite your differences or your uh, intense similarities. So I'm here to recommend Dick's the Musical, <laughs> starring, uh, written by Josh Sharp and Aaron Jackson, starring them and um, Nathan Lane and Megan Mullally. It's a musical. It's super funny. It is good to watch at Thanksgiving um, thematically, I think. Bad if you have parents that don't want to see two identical twins uh who may or may not have sex with each other mm. so uh not to spoil it but the movie was initially called fucking identical twins so it was right there in the title uh <laughs> it's super funny it's it's uh the nathan lane megan mullally like intro songs are like put them in a museum masterpiece it's great yeah and uh i also really loved uh, meg the stallion's number she was great yeah really fun i like she's so charismatic and i'm so glad that they like found like carved out a great space for her in that too it was really fun yeah you can't uh i i since i saw it i i just won't stop talking about dicks because um it is such a fun movie but it's also just fun to bring up around you know polite company <laughs> yeah. um, the, the, uh, josh has been posting like some wild reviews they've been getting on like letterboxd and imdb and stuff people being like this is th this is the work of satan himself yeah they really they really uh, lean into posting the horrible things that people are saying because they're so dumb it's <laughs> great um okay so that's a perfect thanksgiving movie julia what do you have one that uh people should watch on thanksgiving um, thanksgiving well i mean the class i feel like the classic thanksgiving movie is planes trains and automobiles mm. um, it's come up yeah and that one is great i think if you're if you're trying to divert from that a little bit um and you want to get in the real spirit of thanksgiving you should watch one that i have just watched uh, martin scorsese's killers of the flower moon <laughs> um mm -hmm. to really reflect on the horrors of being a of of being an, an american um or if you want to go like i love I, that the the two choices you gave your family to watch at thanksgiving are planes trains and automobiles and killers of the flower moon that's right <laughs> what and kind I of say, day do you want to have nana <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um and that is the vibe at every Thanksgiving. It's very, it's it's a real Russian roulette situation. How do you um, want to do this, Dad? The easy way or the hard way? Um, some people I think would recommend American football movies. I reject that. There's enough football on Thanksgiving to begin with, and um, I don't, I don't condone it. I don't support it. <laughs> I think that 
instead okay. of watching football, we should be feeling deep amounts of shame and regret. Yeah, we should be watching. We should be watching the movie Concussion. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or That's right. we should be if we're going to go back to like puritanical America, um, that version of The Crucible with Daniel Day Lewis. Okay. These are all these are all fantastic picks. Um, we I need you to uh, select just one. <laughs> You're right. You know what? You're right. Okay. You know what? Crowd pleaser. Uh, kind of sad and funny. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I'll tell you why that's not a good Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. The ba- the bait and switch. <laughs> Honestly, I love this, and I'm I'm ready to be wrong. Let's go. I mean, you're not wrong. You're absolutely not wrong because everybody points to it for, you know, it's the number one movie that people have been saying to me that they they think of as a Thanksgiving movie, which makes sense. But me, as a traveling comedian for the past million years, um, movies of travel inconvenience where that's the main plot keeps reoccurring through the whole movie. And especially on Thanksgiving Day, I don't really, it's more of a people trying to get home on Thanksgiving movie. Mm. Uh, which doesn't make it bad. It's a it's a classic. It's a hilarious movie. But uh, you know, and again, it's the one everybody says is a as a Thanksgiving movie because there really aren't. That's part of why I'm doing this is because of the, you know, I mean, Eli Roth, of course, is stepping up with his Thanksgiving movie. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's a genre. You know, there's just not that many movies that are specifically Thanksgiving movies, or certainly not ones that are terribly memorable. Um, but you're not wrong, Julia. It's a it's a terrific choice. Uh Edgar. Okay, I don't want what's I your leftover. Well, it's funny, I wasn't gonna it's funny, I am gonna see Thanksgiving this week. Um, so I can't pick that one because I haven't seen it yet, but I'm I'm seeing it like in a couple of days. Um, and it's funny because as a Brit, I've always been baffled when I'm in the States because Thanksgiving and Christmas are so close together. And I find it like just head spinningly confusing. It's like, wait, why do you guys have two Christmases so close together? It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. So it's it's frequently baffled me. Um, so I, it's something, and I and also what's weird is that you have turkey for Thanksgiving, whereas we have turkey for Christmas. And what do you have for like ham for Christmas Day? What do you do here? Or have Chinese food? <laughs> and we just have a lot of people just have turkey again, but yeah, ham is a, another way to go. Or or take thank out. You for, thank you for recognizing the Jewish tradition. Of yes, I know that. You, you know you, why? <laughs> you know why? Is um times I spent the Is last time I was it. No, no. I what, the last um I do have some Jewish heritage, many many generations back. But <laughs> okay. Wow. I have. I have, <laughs> I, know, I have observed when I was last in the states for Christmas in New York. Um, I had you know Chinese um a Chinese meal on Christmas Day, which was fantastic. <laughs> so I'm well aware of that and the movies part. <laughs> it's great. It's a great tradition. It's it's you won't find it inscribed in the scripture, but I think we <laughs> you know we could tack it on at the bottom. <laughs> it's yeah, because um, cinemas in the UK are closed on Christmas Day. Like they they close on Christmas Eve evening and they don't reopen until yeah. I don't think you even call the twenty sixth Boxing Day ever here, do you? No. 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 I have a I have a film Julia, so I have dismissive. A film. <laughs> no. No, sorry. Sorry. Your country's your country's not real. <laughs> uh 
Um, but what's weird though, we don't have Thanksgiving in the UK, but we have inherited Black Friday, which is really strange because it's like we have that without the Thanksgiving, which is bizarre. But you you guys also have the the tradition of Sunday roast, right? Roast dinner. Like what? Well, yes, every week. So it's every not week. A big deal. So it's like no, no, no. I know. So it's not a big deal. But like, I feel like that's. I don't know. I, I feel like that's something that we don't have. So it's like Thanksgiving is such a big deal because we don't have this like big culture. You're right. Saying, we don't have you're, culture. You're saying that the Brits are insane for having Thanksgiving every Sunday. That's right. <laughs> what do you do? I have Friday a film. Every I have a film. <laughs> I have okay. a film. And it relates to one of Julia's uh, potentials. I have a different Martin Scorsese film as a Thanksgiving movie is um, his rock concert film, The Last Waltz, mm. with oh. the band's farewell concert, because I think that was a concert that took place on Thanksgiving in, like, 1976. So it is technically a Thanksgiving movie. And the only time I ever saw it, I was on a road trip from New York to L.A., like, in 2007, and I was in Nashville on Thanksgiving, and they happened to be playing that film at midnight. So I was thinking, oh, I'm going to go and see The Last Waltz at the Belcourt. Because obviously I didn't have any Thanksgiving plans because I didn't know anybody in Nashville. And so I was happily watching that film instead. So that's my Thanksgiving movie. Well, I love that theater and I love that choice. I've been hearing, like, because I asked this question on my socials and people have been saying Last Waltz and I was a little perplexed by it because it's even hard to imagine that it that it was on Thanksgiving because these days uh, nobody does a concert on Thanksgiving in, in the United States uh, because, you know, uh, I think they should. I think people would still go, but uh, uh, they just don't. So uh, I didn't think of it as a possible Thanksgiving movie, but people have been saying it. So uh, thank you for clarifying. Yes. <laughs> And I'm if you, sure. you know, and if you can't get a hold of the last waltz, I'd say uh, Edgar's uh, Sparks movie would be, uh, you know, also suitable Thanksgiving entertainment. Why would you say that just in the spirit of uh, what? Great concert <laughs> films. Okay, it's good. A great like concert that. films thing. Okay, I like um, it. Thank you. Yeah, because, you know, Stop Making Sense just celebrated a massive anniversary. Uh, and that, that, of course, is also a, a, an amazing concert film. A another genre where there's a lot of really good ones, but it's not as uh, I should. I'll move on to that uh, maybe in the coming weeks, ask people about uh, their favorite uh, music documentaries. But thanks for these recommendations. And we've got some games to play, which we will do right after this. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We're back, and the first game we're going to play today, out of two, is called Purple Rain Man, Deluxe <laughs> Edition. Uh, Purple Rain Man is a mashup movie title game. I'll give you the names of actors in two films, and then you have to guess the mashup title that would result. We'll start with the third build person from each film, 
And then uh, Edgar gets to take a guess or pass because he's aren't easy uh, at that level. You know, the third build person from two random movies might be hard to figure out. Uh, but if he passes or guesses wrong, then we move on to Josh. And then if necessary, Julia. And whenever somebody gets one right, the next round will start with the next person. And uh, I think that's everything you need to know. Oh, first person with two correct answers wins. And um, are you ready, Edgar? I'm ready. All right. What movie? I think you'll be good at this, but we'll see. What movie uh, do you think has the third build actors? The first film of the mashup title would be uh, Josh Brolin. And the second one is James Coco. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? Wow. <laughs> um, so at this point, you know, it's no, there's no shame in passing because it is, it is difficult to. So you don't want me to spitball titles if I don't have it move on. Because you don't want to give, accidentally give away half yeah, of the correct yeah. answer. James Coco is a tough one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I will pass. Okay. Let's go to, Ju uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Josh. <laughs> okay. What do you think? Oh, I go, I guess, also on the third, build actors. If you want to, yes. Mm. If you think you know it. I don't think I know it. Okay. I can't picture James Coco. I'm just picturing the movie <laughs> Coco. <laughs> Being like, probably the first, real first name is James. <laughs> uh, what do you think, uh, Julia? Any, any ideas at all? Oh, my God. Josh Brolin being third build. Yeah. It happened a few times, I think. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> wow, drag his ass. Um... <laughs> no, it's a, he takes interesting roles that aren't necessarily the lead. No, no, no. I know, I know. He's <laughs> he's wonderful. We, I, Josh Brolin. I know you're listening, and I, I just want to say all my love and respect to you. Um... <laughs> I did stand up once where he was sitting at the in the front row uh, in at the front table in a small club, and uh, him and Minnie Driver were there together. Whoa. And uh, uh, no, no smiles cracked during my comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, get out of here, you goonie. <laughs> okay. All right. So I think Josh wasn't Josh Brolin. I, I would say he was probably third, third build in No Country for Old Men. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. And um, James Coco. I don't know who that is. <laughs> um, All right. So this fair, uh, we'll move on to the next uh, the next level, and uh, Edgar gets to go first again. And we're going to add two more names. In the first film with Josh Brolin is Elizabeth Shue, mm. and in the second film with James Coco is Sophia Loren. Oh my God! Um, what has Josh Brolin and Elizabeth Shue in it? People at home are screaming at this point. Um, <laughs> No, this is, they're edging. This is so good for them. They love this. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Levine is at home frothing in the mouth right now. Um, I don't know. I, 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 You got me on this one. I have to pass again. Okay. Josh, any, anything? I'm, it's um, Elizabeth Shue is the, the act actress from the first movie. And then the second one is Sophia Loren. Loren, yeah. 
um, I guess my best guess, and this is not a very good guess, but I'm I'm gonna go no country for grumpy old men. <laughs> that doesn't the mashup is more uh specific more perfect than that. There's no okay. uh, extra word in there, but <laughs> but I still love that guess though. Yeah, That's I thought it'd be fun of, to say out loud. I don't regret it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the kind of mind we uh we need in this situation. Um uh, and uh uh, Julia, where are you at with this? Okay. Um, all right. The only Sophia Loren movies I think I know are... Was she, she was in Marriage Italian <laughs> Style and La Mancha? Yes, I. she was in those, I think. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know what what movie contains Elizabeth Shue and Josh Brolin? The people I know, it's, have... a, it's, just, it's a pair that's interesting because they both obviously are in a lot of movies we all know. Right. But it is weird. To th- I It's hard to picture them together. For some she's, she's not in, I don't think she is in Old Country. I don't no, think so either. No Country no, for Old Country. Certainly not so, build above Josh Brolin. Yeah. <laughs> the people at home are taking out their rifles and shooting them at the ceiling. Uh, no, it's okay. I'm sure they must no, know. This is, no, this is a very, this is a difficult game. Yeah, this and, is, uh, I, I truly, you will, you will all, one of the three of you will arrive at the answer in mere moments, because we'll move on to the top build. Okay. Edgar gets the first crack at this. Uh, We got Josh Brolin, Elizabeth Shue, and Kevin Bacon, mm-hmm. plus James Coco. Sophia Loren and Peter O'Toole. Oh, oh my god. Okay. I can uh so by process of elimination, I think Julia <laughs> mentioned one of these movies. Uh and this is a film that I haven't thought about in a long time. So I've completely blanked out the fact that Josh Brolin is in it, but I remember right? and Kevin Bacon together. Yeah. So I'm gonna say that the film together is Hollow Man of La Mancha. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Oh my nice. God! Wow, <laughs> I haven't. Damn. I know. I will say I have never seen Madame La Mancha. I've never really heard of it, but I've never actually seen it. And I've seen Hollow Man when it came out, and never again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Edgar got the first point. That means uh, Josh, you get the first. Uh, you get to go first in this next round. All, all that game proved is that all three of us have complete face and name blindness for James Coco. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, no disrespect yeah. to James Coco. You disrespected. Um, we've disrespected. No, him I'm. All. I'm actually going to say all disrespect to James Coco. Wow. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Give him all of it. My <laughs> biggest James Coco memory, because I watched it a million times when I was a kid, is he plays the Hercule Poirot character in Murder by Death. I love Murder by Death. Uh, I'm not yeah, sure maybe it holds James up on Coco. a PC level. Since it, does it does no, not. I know. There's at least one character who's in um, doing some cultural appropriation. They'd but... have to cut out entire characters. <laughs> but <laughs> I remember liking it as a kid. Let me it's say. Such a, it's a very cute movie for children, for sure. Children that don't know yet how awful things are uh, in terms of... <laughs> Very, very racist uh, casting decisions. But <laughs> let's go ahead and start uh, with Josh with this third. And, you know, it, go ahead and, uh, you know, you don't have to dwell on it too long because these are pretty difficult. Okay. And especially this one might be difficult because we've just established that most of us don't know much about James Coco. Um, <laughs> third build, 
is someone named Harriet Dyer. Oh. Yeah. And then James Coco, once again. <laughs> no. <laughs> James Coco, third villain. Just yeah. a classic Coco spot on the call. He gets the spot, the yeah. Because he is probably, uh, he was probably like the Sancho Panza character in Man of La Mancha, mm -hmm. I'm guessing. So that's oh, why he so was third build in that one. Maybe this was the spin-off Sancho Strikes Back. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pass. Okay, Julia, what do you think? I Anything? also have to pass. This yeah, is I've really... given you nothing to work with. I Absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. James, and... The James Coco estate is so mad right now. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, also going to pass. I don't he's know. Pat, he's no longer with us, so that worked out. Yeah. We're lucky there. Okay, so we got... Uh, pass, 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 which makes God, sense. I hope he didn't die by a bullet. That would be <laughs> horrifying. When I play this game live, I just say all the names, and then the first person who thinks of it just yells it out. But it's hard; it's harder to do, uh, you know, over the phone. So that's mm -hmm. why I give everybody a chance. Uh, okay, so second build, and we can, you know, uh, we'll see what uh, Josh has to say about this. because okay. it's Oliver Jackson Cohen. Okay, <laughs> you know Oliver Jackson Cohen. And Oliver Coco, I call him for short. <laughs> <laughs> and Sophia Loren. Oh my God. Again. Oh yeah. boy. Okay, let's just jump right to the yeah. top yep. field people. Yep. Josh gets first crack at it. Okay. Uh the, so the first movie has those two people that you know I, I know none of us are particularly familiar with. And then but top build is Elizabeth Moss. And in the second movie with James Coco and Sophia Loren is Peter O'Toole. Okay. Gosh, I'm Wait, trying to did you of... just say the same three people in the yeah. second film for this? Is it, There's three, another yeah. film with Sophia Loren, Jane, Peter O'Toole, and James Coco. Her smell Maybe? of La Mancha. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but no, Julia. Oh my God. Um, I know you're just flying through that Rolodex of Elizabeth Moss movies. Yeah. Fuck. Uh... Do you have it yet, Edgar? Well, I have something. Don't say then... anything yet. It's still okay. Julia's turn. I was just curious if you were figured it out. Yeah, just putting the pressure on Julia. Hardcore. Yeah, what the hell? Um... <laughs> Oh, wait, is the second one, again, Man of La Mancha? I can't answer that question at this time. Because <laughs> I'm just trying to think of... Because I didn't see this movie, but I know she was... She had a movie with the name Man in it. It was uh, Invisible Man, I think. So Invisible Man of La Mancha? That is correct. Wow! Uh, I was that's what I was gonna say when he said, Did you have something? I said, I do if the answer is Madame Lamancha a second time. <laughs> I loosened I that like, jar a little bit. I was like, surely there's no way that James Coco second, and Sophia, Sophia Loren, Loren Peter are doing up again. Coco, that cast was so electric, they had to <laughs> reunite them. <laughs> uh okay so we're back to edgar for this third round <laughs> if it's man of the mentor again i'm gonna kill you <laughs> third round starts with sam neil and james coco no okay 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 um is it wait edgar's <laughs> turn first right yeah is it me first yeah 
Um, mm, not sure. Pass. Okay. This is my guess. Josh. I'm going to take a stab and say Jurassic Park of La Mancha. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Julia? Yeah, I I don't I don't know any other Sam Neill vehicles other than Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, those those Jeeps that they drove around. <laughs> yeah. Which I've always and this is controversial, but um I've always said that the Sam Neill character in Jurassic Park was meant for Bill Paxton. Um, but that's just that's just something that I needed to get off my chest. That is has that, nothing to do with is that lore <laughs> or is that fan casting? Is that like headcanon? No, no, no. That's my that's my okay. personal <laughs> casting. Uh, you need somebody looking at these dinosaurs that's gonna be like, this is fucking crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I yeah, I tr- I don't know. No guess. I don't. Okay. I don't know. I truly don't know any other Sam Neill movies yeah. besides Jurassic Park. Well, he's been in a few of them, so it's good. Omen it's three, good, the final conflict. There's one. Yeah, of La Mancha. <laughs> of La Mancha. <laughs> <laughs> Event right. Horizon of La Mancha. <laughs> <laughs> We're back to Edgar, and uh, second build in the Sam Neill vehicle is M. Beth Davids. No. Oh, mm-hmm. and second build in the other movie, of course, is Sophia Loren. <laughs> oh, um, what I thought it was, it is not. So I have to pass again. I ha- I thought I had it, and then <laughs> and then you you confuse me with the second build person. Can I tell you what I thought it was going to be? Yes, please. Memoirs of the Invisible Man of La Mancha. Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty sure Sam Neill is in that. But then With I thought, fuck, I was Chase, expecting right? you to say Daryl Hannah, and then you fucked me, so pass. <laughs> Sorry about the fucking Josh. I'm just going to go with another man movie. Okay. Um, just, you know, Steph Curry for three on the off the dribble. Uh, Glimmer Man of La Mancha. <laughs> 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 I would He's hope the first that, person uh, Steven Seagal. I would hope that Steven or um, Keenan Ivory Wayans would make the top two on that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, Julia, anything? Um, I'm gonna go with the Jason Siegel Paul Rudd vehicle. <laughs> I love you, man of La Mancha. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. These are all great answers, but incorrect, unfortunately. Uh, but the top build should do it for you, Edgar. Uh, the first movie has Sam Neill and Beth Davids and Robin Williams. Oh, oh okay. my god! Oh, okay. Oh, I know what it is. Okay, it's bicentennial, bicentennial man of La Mancha. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> I, even, I apologize for putting in something that's about our bicentennial. Why do you keep so doing rude. this to me? It's fucking Thanksgiving and your that... bicentennial for fuck's sake. That robot would kick the shit out of a windmill, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations, Edgar. You won Purple Raid, man. That That's means tough. you get to go first in our next game, which we will play right after this break. We'll be right back. We are back, and uh, it's quite an exciting matchup today. I still think it's anybody's game. <laughs> um, 
the order switches around on uh, on this one. So, uh, but since Edgar won, he gets to go first. So it's going to go Edgar, Julia, and then Josh. And it's a game I call the little search engine that could. <laughs> In this game, I type a word into the search engine on IMDb, and then I write down the top the current top 10 movies, because they've got mm. that algorithm where they give you the most searched 10 movies. I'll, I have the list of the 10 movies with that word in the title. Um, you'll each take turns guessing movies with that word in the title. So it, it does narrow it down somewhat to words, movies with that word. And uh, if your movie is number one on the list, you get 10 points. If it's number 10 on the list, you get uh, one point, and then, you know, there's all those points in between, nine, eight, seven, six, like that. And um, What are the other ones? Eight, seven, six, seven, seven. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's uh, nine gets, uh, I mean, the second, the second highest on the list gets nine points, third gets eight, etc. Et down to one point for number 10. Uh, and was three rounds, so you each get three guesses, but we'll take turns, and the show normally has a no cops policy, but today <laughs> what? I don't think I've ever had I don't think I've ever had any police on the show. But today <laughs> the word is cop. And that's just cop, not cops, not fuzz, just yeah. cop singular. Movies. There's a lot of movies with the word cop in the title. Edgar, you're up first. Okay. What do you think? Uh, Number okay. one. Let uh, Beverly Hills cop. Number two. That was number two? Number two, nine points. Edgar's okay, on the board. Okay. Still anybody's game. Julia? Robocop. That is a fantastic uh, guess, but at this time, it is not in the top ten. No! Wow! wow. That's wow. Shocking. 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 I worry what? I worry you might be dinged because, it's, because Robocop is spelled out like one word. Oh, mm. okay. Wait, I and should... I just typed in cop. So you want to try something else? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. Um, Beverly Hills Cop Two. That is a terrific guess. That somehow did not make the top ten. <laughs> I deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just no, playing it's, smart. It's a really smart guess, and you know, I'm not going to tell anybody what to do, but uh, Josh. I think you know what to do. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop 3? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get you off of that concept because no, it's not in the, on the list either. <laughs> Edgar's going to run away with this thing unless he says Beverly Hills Cop 4 currently in production. Um, uh, what's your second guess, Edgar? Um, well, I still try to think what number one is. That it's, it's going to bug me what's more famous than Beverly Hills Cop with that title. So I'm going to go for a, a lesser known one. What about Copland? Ah. <laughs> ah, ah, indeed, that's number one. It no, is. Oh my no, god, it's not how is, legit. How is, was Doug? That was legit. What I was going to guess before how, you said you know how, what to do. How is Copland more <laughs> famous than Beverly Hills Cop? That's astounding to me. Okay, good. Um, I, I got to guess because it's, you know, it's IMDb. So it's people searching for things. And I'm guessing that James Mangold's uh, recent movie, uh, the, you know, people looking into that. I thought you were going to say that it's because James Mangold was searching himself on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sure he doesn't do that if you're listening, James. <laughs> yeah, yeah, James. Turn this off. This is probably yeah. not good for you. <laughs> you don't need to listen to this. All right. Wow. So uh, I, I feel like Lee numerically, he's okay. he is running away with it. Well, I do have another guess. Okay. Paul Blart Mall Cop. Number five on the list. Hell yeah. Go. Let's go. Yeah. Julia's on the board for six points. It's really a fight for second place at this point. <laughs> Julia's going to take it. I am blank, man. <laughs> uh, that's you don't have any other movies that have the word cop in the title. I'm going, I'm going to have to go Paul Bar Mall Cop too. Although I, I know it sounded cheap to say I would have said Copland, but that was truly the only one in my brain. <laughs> I, you know, um, that's, uh, uh, you know, I didn't think it would be number one, but I, it's certainly the, the word cop is really. I wonder if it's because it starts with cop is why it's number one. Because people for looking for Beverly Hills Cop start with Beverly and then it comes up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about this. I don't know what the deal is with their algorithm, but uh, uh, I do know that Paul Blart Mall Cop 2, not only is the rare sequel where the the number comes after the colon. <laughs> um, it is also number eight on the list. Hey. Okay, he's on the board. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I, I got, got one. You got two points, Josh. Let's see what Ed, Ed, Edgar's just trying to punish everybody. Yeah, further. what the hell, Edgar? What about Kindergarten Cop? Uh, you know, of course, it is number three on the list. Yes, <laughs> oh, I am killing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this might be, uh, you just achieved the, you know, the first time anybody's gotten a perfect, this is as close as you can get well, to a they, perfect. They call that score. the Peter O'Toole, Sophia Loren, James yeah. Coco Trio. <laughs> uh, yeah, kindergarten. I uh, am the MVP of La Mancha. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 27 points. That's like, you know, that's like wow. on a dance competition, an amazing score. Um, <laughs> all right, so we're going to Julia. Let's see if they, you know, you can prevail over Josh. You have four more points than him at this point. Uh, can you think of any other cop movies? Um, wasn't there that? I, I well, it's. I don't know. If, wasn't there that movie like Let's Be Cops? <laughs> there was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. But that's why I said at the beginning, no cops, just mm. cop. Oh, it's oh, just cops. Interesting. Yeah. Wait, I no have cops. Okay, I have wait. one now. Okay. It's... Oh, good, good. Um, you wait your turn, Josh. Yeah, Fuck. wait your turn, Josh. I'm just trying <laughs> to put the pressure on Julia again. <laughs> I I keep thinking of again. I've never seen. I keep thinking of movie titles, but they might just be like Thirty Rock jokes. Um, <laughs> like I kept like. My first thought, I was like, oh, good cop, baby cop. But that's not a, <laughs> that's not a real, but there's got to be a movie called Good Cop, Bad Cop or something. You would think so. Yes. But, it, but if there, there is, it didn't land in the uh, current okay. top 10. All right. Well, I, I, you know what? I went down in a, it was in a fun a, guess. In yeah. a flame of glory. Yeah. You didn't go out with something obvious. Yeah. And, um. Josh has something, so that's you know, that, that extra pressure. Time cop. That's another uh, excellent answer that did not make the top ten. Uh, alas, wow. maybe because it's run together like Robocop. Yeah, like Robocop. Yep. Oh, is it one word? I think it. I, I think the title is one word. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of them. They, uh, it's a. It's a camelback. They call words <laughs> with a 
I would think Capital like Copland. I've never seen Copland, but I would think that it would be one word. But I guess it's not. No, it's two words, and um, you know, it's a uh, it's a very manly movie. So I don't blame you for not being aware of it. <laughs> wow. uh, but Janine Garofalo's in it. Okay. <laughs> but she plays a cop. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Best bested again. Yeah. She got so typecast as like racist cops for a while. Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> um congratulations, Edgar. You did win the game. You did. Oh, it. I, I had another one. I thought it was my round again. I had oh, another come one. Okay. I, I, got, got I, got two, I got two I got two more cop titles, I thought. No, okay, let's don't. hear it. Let's hear it. Well, they're both ve- far less well known than the ones I've already said. One I can think of is the Burt Reynolds film Cop and a Half. Mm. Yep, number ten. Yes! Oh my god! Can I, I go with my last one? Just to like know. this, this one's not going to be on there. But there is a Michael Keaton film called One Good Cop. Oh yeah, that didn't make the list. Okay, that's very. That's not man. on there. Okay, but I, I, did I okay. still, I love it that you got four out of the top ten. I love that Cop and a Half was in the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's one of my all-time favorite titles because uh, uh, it's just that's just such a silly thing, and um, you know, and I love Burt Reynolds, but that movie was rough. Okay, so uh, <laughs> uh, let's let's for everybody that's excited to know uh, what titles were missed. There's uh, yeah, three us, titles. I tell you what, give us clues, um, like of an actor, and then we can we can guess. Oh, Edgar, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach through this screen and kill you. <laughs> Listen, I'm not on the show very often. Let me have this. <laughs> I it's literally haven't been on for like six often. years. This is really an exercise in humiliation for Josh and me over here. <laughs> it only happens um, every six years when I come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to this first one to give you a clue is hard for me because I I don't the only actor I know I think is the titular character, and I think. It was played by Joe Spinell. Oh, he what? He's the titular character. I think so. Oh, I know what I, it is. I know what it is. What? What is maniac, it? Maniac Cop. Yes. <laughs> wow. Maniac Cop came in at number nine. I don't think he's the titular character, but he's in it. I think. Oh, okay. I think, he, I, think I, I know the name of the actor who played Maniac Cop. Is that crazy? Is he trying to stop uh, the Maniac Cop? No, but uh, Robert Z- Robert Zadar, I think that's his name, is the guy who plays the maniac cop. He's oh, got okay. that crazy jaw. Sorry, of guys. course, <laughs> of course. Uh, I'm sure Josh and Julia are just reminiscing about maniac cop. Yes, we we um, really are. We're actually texting. Yeah, finally. we're texting about it. Julia brought me into the thread of people who are sick of me on WhatsApp, and we're all that's texting true. about maniac cop. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so coming in, so then Paul Bart two was eight, and then number seven is a uh I'll just say it's a buddy comedy with the word cop in it. Cop out? Yes. Ah, there you go. Kevin Smith. Cop out mm-hmm. with uh Bruce Willis and uh, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Um, okay, and then uh coming in at number six, I can't give you any clues other than I don't believe it's in English. Um, because I'm not familiar with it, but I love the title. It's called The Gangster, The Cop, The Devil. Do not know that one. <laughs> yeah, but the three of those should get together. 
Um, or are they one guy? I was okay. just going to say <laughs> that. Pun, John Dean too political. <laughs> they, they give away the split personality twist in the title. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and then um, number four, there's no way anybody would have gotten this, and I'm sure it's not being uh, searched for the right reasons. Um, it's a motion picture. That's And sometimes my guests will just guess uh, the word itself and score some points as a result that didn't happen today but it's a movie that's just called cop oh and oh with james woods james woods yeah oh no <laughs> the david copperfield biopic yes. yeah <laughs> you know like if a, if there was a cop movie that had uh, scott bayo in it it would probably be in the top 10 right now. right but uh you know that's just uh uh, politics you know <laughs> seeping in seeping into our beloved movies but um Congratulations again to Edgar Wright. Would you like to, uh, I, I guess we'll just say Scott Pilgrim takes off again, but is there anything else you want to say about it? I mean, I would say don't read anything about it. Just watch it. It's got lots of surprises in it. So um, if you're if you're already interested in seeing it, don't read any reviews or anything else on the internet. Just watch it on November the 17th and be be delighted and surprised and maybe shocked. <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> it's uh it's it's interesting I, i'm looking forward to hearing uh, you know seeing the chatter about it uh and how people feel about it um i you know it, it it's just yeah i don't want to say too much about it but i i have lots of thoughts um julia claire thank you for being here what would you like to promote um wow well i'm i mean <laughs> It's an honor just to be nominated. It's it's incredible to be here. Uh, the strike is over. <laughs> no, uh, I write the What a Day newsletter for Crooked Media, which is like the daily news, a rundown of the daily news with jokes. Uh, you can just it's crooked.com slash daily if you want to subscribe to it. I'm doing stand up around LA if you want to follow me on on twitter it's at o julia tweets that's pretty much that's pretty much all i got okay <laughs> oh julia oh <laughs> julia tweets not like yeah. oh henry yeah. i guess also yeah. that's oh but <laughs> candy bar the uh okay uh josh gondelman uh, I am performing stand-up comedy this Saturday night, November 18th in Pittsburgh at Bottle Rocket Social Club, Social Hall, Social Club, one of those. And I also have a newsletter that it will not inform you. Uh, it's Pep Talks. I do it every Monday. And it's Pep Talks for readers, people in the news, et cetera. And that's, you can, it, the newsletter is called That's Marvelous. And you can find it at joshgondelman.substack.com. Nice. I have a few things I want to uh, mention. Uh, some Doug plugs. Doug Loves Movies is in San Antonio on Saturday, December 2nd, and Sacramento on Saturday, December 30th. And uh, Benson Movie Interruption is back in L.A. at the Dynasty Typewriter on Thursday, November 16th, this Thursday. And then on Sunday, November 26th, in New York City. All my dates and deets are at douglovesmovies.com. Um so I've been ending every episode of this show lately for I don't know how long by just saying, uh, as always, and then the uh, last line of a motion picture. There's lots of <laughs> classic last lines and then lots of just kind of random last lines. But I thought for this one, I would ask you, Edgar, 
having uh, written and directed some films, if you have a favorite last line from one of your own movies. Oh, one of my own movies. Oh, my God. Or it could be somebody else's, but then I, I worry it'll just be, you know, there's some obvious classic ones that I've done already. Well, um, I'm weirdly, given that I'm good on other stuff, I'm I'm straining to remember the last lines of my own movies. <laughs> right? It's a, it's a tough question to be asked because... <laughs> It's not like the last line of your movies are like, you know, Billy Wilder, where the entire story is building up to that one great line at the end. I, you know? Do you know what my favorite last line of a movie is? Is uh, I like the last line of Clockwork Orange, which is Malcolm McDowell, like staring down the lens and the voice ever saying, I was cured. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was cured. All right. Yeah, I actually got I got a, I, I have a photo of him. <laughs> Somebody gave me like this amazing black and white photo of Malcolm McDowell. And I, when I met Malcolm, I got him to sign it with that line. So I actually have it in my house, like a photo of Malcolm McDowell with, I was cured, all right, like, written on it. Are you going to uh, watch the the recut, uh, the new version of Caligula? You know what? I had a chance to the other day and I couldn't make it. So I was actually invited to a screening and I and really, unfortunately, I couldn't spare the three and a half hours. But I do want to see it. Yes. <laughs> I, it sounds wild because it just sounds like they didn't they didn't use any of the original movies angles. It's just all new angles. Yeah. No, I'm I'm very keen to see it. I, I'm hopefully <laughs> all, all get out there. It might be two yeah. and a half hours. I might have I might have uh, exaggerated for comic effect. It's it's pretty long. They showed it at Fantastic Fest, and I I couldn't squeeze it in. But uh, but uh, Leonard Maltin sat through it, which uh, I thought was very very funny. <laughs> Did he change his star rating? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't really get him. He wouldn't say much about it to me. I think it's probably a pretty traumatic <laughs> uh, <laughs> experience. Um, but he you know uh, Malcolm McDowell was at the festival and Edgar interviewed him so then he went and watched it with Malcolm but that's it's funny to me also that Malcolm McDowell would sit through three and a half hours of that uh but uh you know it's it's been a while since he made it so it's probably an interesting experience um thank you to everybody that was such a fun show today and uh I hope to speak to you all uh in person sometime soon once again, I'll say once again, Edgar Wright, Julia Clare, and Josh Gondelman. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for having us. Uh, as always, I was cured, all right? Cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause the